Yes, indeed. We have to gird ourselves with the uh, light of Christ and uh, become the army of the invincible Lord Yeshua. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Pastor Eli James here. Pastor Martin's in South Africa. Are you with us? Yes, good evening, Pastor Eli, and uh, also good evening to all the listeners across the globe. Uh, what a wonderful day we've had, and uh, obviously just in time for the show. Yes. Thank you very much, Pastor. Yeah, okay, so uh, I, I understand you've been out in the field and uh, baptizing people and stuff. Uh, sounds like you've had a very productive day already. Yes, Pastor, it's something that had been pending uh, since about November, end of November last year, when I was um, approached by one of the brother, brethren in uh, in the um, identity. Okay. And uh, he, he said to me that uh, uh, they, they lived in, in America for a number of years. They, uh, about two and a half years, I think, if I can recall correctly, they um, re-immigrated to South Africa oh, to... Wow. Uh, start the um, uh, Covenant People organization in South Africa and what a wonderful uh, uh, family this is. We've spent the whole day with them and also a number of, uh, I think it was in total, four families and we baptized 11 people. Fantastic. Uh, so it, is, it, it, it was whole families that we had baptized and uh, of course that is such a wonderful thing if you can recall that uh, many of the uh, the, the, the traditional Boers, and when I say traditional, I mean over the past uh, nine generations having been um, uh, scumbagged into uh, the Dutch Reformed Church. Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah. By, by virtue of uh, deception and lies and. Uh, Sucked in like a vacuum cleaner. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. So they're coming out of it. Oh, Pastor, there's a revival at the moment amongst the Boers. Come out of her, my people. (laughs) Uh, uh, Boers re re, uh, discovering their true identity as um, descendants of the house of Jacob and uh, uh, rediscovering their roots and rediscovering. In fact, some of them come back and they tell me, Dave, I discovered that I. My mother is from the house of Reuben, and my father is from the house of Judah. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so they're doing; they're really doing research into their roots. And what a wonderful uh, experience it is to be in the, um, I would say, in the, uh, in, in in the the uh, the awakening, um, the great awakening, an absolute great awakening. Yes. Yeah. What a wonderful uh, pleasure it is, Pastor, and to participate in this. We also discussed um, uh, the re-emergence of the uh, uh, economy, the Boercom economy. And what a, well, I have about five or six different groups that have contacted me in the past week uh-huh. asking me, Dave, come and get involved with us. We, we re, we're re-establishing the Boers' economy. Outstanding. Uh, the Boers have been so, so dilapidated, in fact, so marginalized and disenfranchised by the Edomite Cape Dutch Afrikaners over the so many years. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, now, of course, with the Boers being in a position where they realize that they're standing with their, their backs to the wall, they need to, well, they know that they now need to get somewhere in terms of what their true identity is and what their uh, ancestors stood for. 
And what a wonderful opportunity to be able to tell them. Now, of course, I have the benefit of the visitation of the angel. Having re- revealed so much to me, I have a lot in common with Paul. Yes. And uh, <laughs> it, is, it is just absolutely su- yeah. super yeah. to be um, part and parcel of the awakening that is busy taking place amongst the Boers. And so many people have contacted me just in this past week asking me, Dave, what okay. do we need to do to do the – because we're do doing our humbling again. Remember what we right. did the previously. And I said to you that uh, we're going to do our humbling again, which is scheduled for two weeks from now. Uh-huh. And uh, it will again be over three days. And there is such a lot of uh, anticipation and uh, expectation from this humbling, people have been contacting me, asking me, Dave, what do we need to do? We're a whole family. There are some right. of the people who have um, established themselves far away from the grid. They are off the grid. They are in the mountains. They have established themselves uh, in cozy places in order to um, meet with Father Yahweh. Because Amen. they and, and there's an urgency with the Boers at the moment to get themselves off the grid and out of the towns and out of the cities where they now can establish uh, groups whereby they they can uh, adhere to Father Yahweh's covenants and they yes. can adhere to his laws and his um, uh, ordinances and his... Uh, uh, okay, uh, understood. Okay, uh, uh, I'm going to forward you today's, this morning's show on Bloodlines where David from Branson... And I talked about the covenants and how the covenants still apply today and how the, the mainstream churches have been trying to either abolish the covenants or broaden the covenant, which you know as well as I do, is a contract. And anybody not yeah. named in the contract cannot be a party to it, okay? Exactly. And so uh, I think uh, I'll forward that too. Maybe you could uh, let your friends in South Africa listen to that because I think – it really explains, you know, what we're about here in identity in America. I am, and you will meet David when we go to Branson, okay? Because and, and don't let those Terrific. people, don't let those boars grab a hold of you too hard, because you have to get on a plane <laughs> and come to the yeah. come to America at the end of March, okay? So don't forget. Yes. All right. Okay. No, no Pastor, that that is all taken care of, part and parcel of uh, my itinerary. Over okay. the next few weeks is to uh, be in time for the, the plane. Be in well, time for the yeah, plane. Yeah, there, there you go. Absolutely. Yeah, you might get there a day early, you know, and 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 yeah. soak in some of the airport culture <laughs> in South Africa. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, but now you get a chance to experience some American culture, identity style. But I'm curious yes. about the the person who came back from America to South Africa. This boar was he familiar with identity? before he left? Did he learn it here in America and then choose to return? How did that transpire? Uh, Pastor, it was only after, um, well, they had been there for quite a number of years, of course, became very wealthy. And Mm -hmm. then uh, um, Father Yahweh loosened them from whatever they were busy with. And uh, he returned and the, the family returned back to South Africa to find Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly what they had been searching for, and, and, and that is their identity as uh, right. Israelites. Okay. And uh, w- w- what a wonderful family. In, in fact, uh, it's quite strange. We, we were a number of Boers together today, 
And uh, this boer at whose farm we, we, we uh, gathered, his children speak English or American. Okay. It's, it's yeah, right. Amazing. American is yeah. different from uh, British English, yes. <laughs> okay. So what we what can say is we have some American boers amongst us. <laughs> uh-huh. Very good. Very good. Well, yeah, I was yeah. curious whether they learned the identity message here in America and decided to return back to their roots or whether they had known about it beforehand. You know, that's uh, because uh, America really is the, the heartland of identity teaching these days. OK, yes, so absolutely. Yeah. So I was wondering if they might have learned it here because it wasn't all that prevalent in your country. And. Uh, that visitation you had from the angel, you yourself uh, are only familiar. Am I correct in saying that you yourself are only really familiar with this message for the last, since 19, I'm sorry, 2014? 2014, exactly, Pastor. I was aware of it, but I was um, totally, I isolated myself from it because it did not fit my um, uh, Judeo-Christian um, upbringing, my Judeo-Christian convictions. And it was only with the uh, visitation of the angel when I was brought flat into the, uh, or flat onto the ground, yes. uh, where the angel said to me, um, everything you had known up to now is all wrong. <laughs> no, no that, I can't. I can't swallow that. <laughs> you mean you're telling me I yeah. was wrong about everything for my whole life until now? What do you have to tell me? Okay, all right. Well, if the angel yeah. tells you this stuff, you listen, right? Yeah, absolutely, Pastor. When you lie flat on your stomach and there's a ten-ton truck on top of you, yeah, right? <laughs> you don't. Or it have feels options. like it, it. It feels like that. Well, Paul was struck blind on the road to Damascus. You were st- you were struck. Uh, what, what, how should we call it? Flat, not flat-footed, but immobile, immobilized on the ground. Okay, but very similar Pastor, to what. Totally immobilized. It uh-huh. felt as if a ten-ton truck was let down <laughs> on top of me. Right. With You're a holding... very thick, very soft sponge right. pressing me into the ground. It, it, yeah. it was just fantastic. Yeah, I can picture that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. In, 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 in fact, I don't know how I survived, but I Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the truck driver was easy on you. <laughs> he he just slowed down yes. before pressing too hard. But yeah, this is, uh, yeah, it's like a ton of bricks. Uh, a lot of people have, unlike the experience you had, a lot of people, when they realize the identity message, it hits them like a ton of bricks, right? It does. Yeah. And and, and, it's, and even though it, you know, well, it's in the in the book of Revelation when when uh, who was the uh, Gutenberg when he finally published his version of the Bible that so that the average Israelite in Europe could read it, it was a very bitter yeah. experience when they found out that by reading the Bible for themselves, how the Roman Catholic Church was lying to them. Okay, yeah. so that was a very Absolutely. bitter experience. You know, even though the it, went, it says it went down uh, very tasty, because it's 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 fantastic reading the Bible for yourself. But then when you realize yes. that for reading it yourself, how much you've been lied to, it becomes a very bitter experience. So now we have to sort of overcome that bitterness and just uh, re- rejuvenate ourselves by going with Yahweh. And obeying yes. his laws, etc. Yeah, go ahead. But but, but the, 
the thing that is so disconcerting initially is to realize that the previous nine generations have all been wrong. Yes. My ancestors have been wrong. My parents have been wrong. My grandparents have been wrong ab- about it. Yes. Uh, it, it, it's like a ton of bricks hitting you, striking you, and realizing that, uh, um, well, even questioning, did they know something about it that they just didn't talk about it or did they not know about it? And it's, it's, it becomes like a vicious circle one Sure. Uh, find yourself in because you find the evidence that during the great trek, the foot trackers knew that the father's name was Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even my my Andres Pretorius, um, the the uh, can I say the hero of the um, uh, Battle of Blood River? Okay. Uh, um was my my late mom's uh, grandfather. His Bible contained the word Yahweh, the name of the father as Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. And the Boer people have always understood that they were Israelites, but that knowledge has been forgotten over the last few generations. Yes, definitely Mm -hmm. so, Mm Pastor. In fact, especially over the past three generations, since the establishment of the Afrikaner Dom Empire on the Boer Republics. Yes, yeah, another weight, another ton of bricks <laughs> on the entire Boer, on the entire Boer people. Okay, so what yeah. we're about here at Eurofolk Radio is explaining to the Caucasian people that we are the Israelites and the Jews are imposters, and that uh, it devolves upon us to follow His laws and accept the sacrifice his son Yahshua made at Calvary, accept that and uh, repent, and as you say, humble ourselves so that we can qualify for the kingdom. That's that's what we're all about here. And uh, to forget about all of the politics and lies that we've been fed, well, now it's actually 2,000 years because the Jews have been impersonating us for the last 2,000 years. And this is the great awakening that we're talking about. Absolutely. In fact, the churches have been praying for this for the past how many generations? And now it's coming to the Boers in South Africa, the Israelites. Wonderful. The the churches stand amazed because they have been decimated by the people that have been leaving the churches over the past, well, let's say over the past 10 to 15, 20 years at the most. Right, this last generation. Yes. The last generation. Um, what we do find is that there's, there's an immense interest amongst the youth um, be, because initially they felt, they said, why did, why did you, why did um, this generation that, that I'm part of, why did you um, leave all the things? Why did you hand over power to the blacks? Why did you do this? Why did you vote this? And since I have started indicating where the real problem lies, and that is that the power was taken uh, illegally by the Cape Dutch Afrikaners. You see what, what the, uh, the previous uh, thought of line of thought was, was that the Boers and the Cape Dutch Afrikaners were all of the same people, all right. the same, um, the yeah, same no, generation of people. Yeah. And uh, since my... Vision. Since my uh, the visitation, since the visitation, uh, visitation that was cleared I, up I for been, you. Since the visitation, I've been propagating the difference between the Boers and the Afrikaners. Now, many people have actually cursed me ah. because they they believe that I am causing a division amongst the people, or as they stated, 
um, that I'm causing a division amongst the nation. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, that that sets the the whole debate in motion. Yeah, what nation? Um, the Boers, <laughs> what nation? Yeah, that's because the question. In, mm-hmm. in Afrikaans, we have two words that have very much or very close uh, similarity, but a very vast difference. The one is what we commonly know as nation, and which is Nazi, but the, the Boer folk, the Boer folk, uh, there are certain distinct identification um, tra- uh, traits that that makes a nation or a folk a folk and not a nation. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the Boers are definite folk. Uh, the Boer folk is um, a different, a total different uh, concept to um, yes, what uh, just a nation is. Yeah, well. Uh- in the olden days, in biblical times, a nation was also a race uh, and a folk, as you say, uh, unto themselves. They provided for themselves. They grew their own food. Uh, they did not mix with other nations. Okay, Today, that has changed, yes. and so the concept of nation is slightly different. So folk, uh, folk will, will work as well. But uh, the Israelite nation... The Israelite nation is what we're all about, and this is what we teach. And uh, our yes, our documents, our Bible has been stolen from us by imposters, yeah. not just by the Jewish imposters, but by the Judeo-Christian the churches who have been misrepresenting yes. the Bible to us now. Uh, at least, well, I mean, they began to universalize the Bible probably in the late 1700s. But in the last, yes, yeah, but uh, that has been ramped up. Um, Yeah, okay, uh, hello. What do you call the uh, Council of Nicaea in 325 um, um, CE? Okay. um, um, uh, What do you call it? The current. the Council of Nicaea, uh, by uh, headed by Constantine, the beginning of the Roman Catholic Church. Yeah, yeah. Your sound just changed dramatically. Are, Are you still with us? Hello? Yes, I'm, I'm here, oh, okay. yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, you're back to the sound that you had. It's a little scratchy, but it's very legible, yeah. okay? So, uh, yeah, well, the, the, the Roman Catholic Church ha- has been you know, distorting the gospel ever, yeah, ever since 300 AD, for sure, <laughs> right? Yeah, and, yes, then the, and, and then the daughters of Rome are, are, have been just as bad, sometimes even worse, than the Roman Catholic Church. Yeah, but, yeah. well, Calvinism... Calvinism took what the Roman Catholics um, portray up front and uh, uh, right in your face. Right. The deception, they, the, and and especially human, um, the the human worship or worship of man. Right. Is up front in your face, and of course uh, worship of the sun and worship of the uh, uh, the queen of the heavens, etc. That's all out in the open. What right. Calvinism does, it actually removes that and push, pushes it further back behind the smokescreen of the scriptures, which mm. makes Calvinism even greater, uh, a greater threat right. to uh, identity than um, uh, Roman Catholicism. Because Roman Catholicism, it's easy to spot the deception, but with Calvinism, it becomes so much more difficult to more spot subtle. the deception, but it's the same deception. Yeah. Well, Calvin essentially said, a little bit of usury is okay, <laughs> right? And then uh, he, he sponsored, he sponsored uh, what he, uh, Cromwell, 
bringing the Jews back into England. You know, so yeah, Calvinism, yes. uh, Calvinism is just another deception, uh, even more subtle than Roman Catholicism, because actually Roman Catholicism Absolutely. was not subtle. They were, they were openly parading Easter and Babylonian themes, pretending them to and be Christian. Christmas. And Christmas too, yes, right. And uh, you probably yes. just had Valentine's Day. I don't know if you celebrate that. I think that has an <laughs> origin in the Roman Catholic Church too. So yeah, we're, we've been uh, doing Pastor, all. Of, yeah, go ahead. Yes, but but um, more and more, I find that the Boers uh, are pointing out the deception of Christmas, the deception of Ishtar, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, the deception of um, Halloween, the deception of uh, uh, the, the the this Valentine's Day, right? And people are distancing themselves for anything which is Jewish, yes. which is an absolute wonderful. Um, it, it's yeah. part of the awakening to not just to to be awakened to the identity uh, of uh, Israelites, but also to be awakened to the deceptions which Christianity has brought into our houses yes. over the past nine yeah, televangelism over the past nine generations. Televangelism. Now you don't have to go to church to be lied to. <laughs> You can just turn on your television exactly. set, right? All right. So uh, this is outstanding because we these these are the day. Well, the, these are the times that try men's souls <laughs> as the as the book starts, and that's what's happening now. Yeah. And it's fantastic that the Boer people. Uh, sounds like the Boer people awakening in mass at this point to the yeah, realization nice. that they are descendants of the house of Jacob. And that yes. uh, all others are imposters, except of those those of us, you know, the, the Anglo-Saxon Caucasian people. Okay. Yes, Pastor. Something which, of course, also came with Calvinism, is that uh, the Boers started believing that they were the only chosen. Oh, okay. And it's been quite an it's been quite a a hectic battle chosen by Calvin. To, <laughs> right. To show them and convince them. That the very people, you, you, it's amazing how many Boers have this uh, very deeply entrenched hatred for the English. Yes. And I tell them, no, hold on, hold on. The, amongst the English, there were uh, many of these English when they realized they were fighting their own brothers mm-hmm. during the Second, Cape, the Second Cape Dutch Afrikaner War against the Boers, in which the British Empire were but merely mercenaries. Right. Uh Yes, and, and uh, I mean, so many of these British or these English uh, marched across, and they started fighting along with the Boers. In fact, so many of them were executed openly in Durban mm-hmm. for high treason. Wow! Now that indicates a part of this, the the history that has been withheld. In fact, it has been either annihilated so that the Boers don't discover this. But I have discovered right. so many of these uh, very, very tightly guarded secrets about the history. Uh, and it was all because of the visitation of the angel. The angel gave me certain uh, uh, keywords. The angel gave me many revelations and yeah. also certain keywords. And those keywords have led to the discovery of, well, some of the statements that I've been making ever since the visitation of the angel, I stated certain things which... I did not yet have the evidence and the proof of, right? Which I mm-hmm. managed managed to get subsequently. Yes. So I've got the evidence and I've got the proof of the statements that I've made. Mm-hmm. But in the past, about just over a month ago, I started making discoveries uh, 
about the um, Indonesian, the way in which the Dutch East Indian Company had um, absolutely uh, decimated certain people in Indonesia. And yes. whereas we, I have on, stated on many occasions that the Boers' ancestors, the uh, so-called root parents of the Boers that came to South Africa from Europe that were persecuted, right? they, they were persecuted by the Christians. Yes, and by the Calvinists and by Roman Catholics. By the Calvinism, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It's like a, uh, in South Africa we talk about the Kneiptang. A uh, tongue, which is a pair of pliers, which has two legs, which is uh, by <laughs> squeezing the two legs together, you exert a lot of pressure on the front of the pliers Sure. Um, to, for example, bend, bend metal and things like that. But th those two legs of Christianity, which uh, mm -hmm. happens to be Calvinism on the one, or Protestantism on the one side, right. and Roman Catholicism on the other side, have been the two camps in which uh, the Edomite yeah. Kazarians have attempted to polarize right. uh, the, the the house of Jacob or the descendants of the house of Jacob in order to manipulate them. And that came about in the way in which the, the, the house of Jacob were the, the ones being persecuted in Europe. And um, with my, with my uh, giving the information through to the Boers, Yes. What I find is that there is such, such a, a tremendous um, willingness to listen to the facts which I am I, I've been stating, and where people come back and they tell me that they have so uh, they are so glad that they have discovered the truth about yes. the British. The British have had been the friends of the Boers because for many years there was a lot of cooperation between the, friend, the, the British and the Boers. Sure. Until the time when they came to, um, uh, uh, to actually not an annex the Boer republics, but to invade the Boer republics and to cause the Boers to yeah. become so irritated with the British. But well, it was, it was the Rothschilds. The yeah, it was Rothschild doing uh, in... Uh, the, the British crown was really powerless to fight against the Rothschilds. You know, I, I'm sure. Exactly. Yeah, th that's that's the understanding. That, but the same here is in America. We understand the Rothschild banking establishment controls our economy and directs our politicians. Yeah. Uh, so don't be angry with the British people for what the Jews do. All right? Exactly. Okay, th that's, that's exactly it. And, uh, you know, we pray that uh, n never again will our peoples fight against one another at the behest of the Jews. We pray that the Jews exactly. will never stage another war in which uh, white Israelites fight against uh, other fight white Israelites. White. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But it's, well, it's, well, Pastor, we have, we have been awakened to the, the, the deception about the way in which the, the Jews have orchestrated war after war right. in which Israelite, Israelites fight Israelites. One must remember that that the 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 um, uh, the house of Esau has always been the instigator of wars. That's right. And the purpose and the purpose of being the instigators of wars is to annihilate the mm -hmm. Israelites. That Amen. has been the the, um, the the even from the days of Esau and Jacob. That was the idea of Esau. He even stated that he will wait until the morning of his the death of his father Isaac is mm -hmm. over, then he will seek Jacob and kill him. 
right? Now he's been seeking the descendants of uh, the house of Jacob yeah. ever since. But something else that must also be remembered: the Jews have been expelled from so many people and so many nations and so many countries across the globe. I think there is something like fifty-six expel- expulsions. Uh, that's of over a hundred Jews. Uh, we have documented well over a hundred. Yeah, because you have to count well, the city well, states. The city states before they became bigger nations also expelled Extra, a numbers exactly. of Jews. Okay, yeah. But yeah. Be- because of the way in which these people um, wangle themselves into very deceptive positions, and where they always try and or they attempt to uh, over uh, overwhelm and to manipulate and to dictate, similarly in the way in which the Democrats in America have been doing over the past oh, man. perhaps 25, 30 well, years. don't you know, it's the a, Jews are a, the ones the Jews are the ones squeezing the pliers. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Bavaria, Bavaria fellow says kniptang in Dutch. Now, now I know where the word conniption fit comes from. <laughs> when somebody, somebody's... Well, Af- yeah, go ahead. In Afrikaans, it's called a kniptang. Kniptang, yeah, right. Yeah, it's slightly yes. different. From, conniption, conniption in English. <laughs> it's a rarely used word, very rarely used word. But when we say somebody is going crazy, we say they're having a conniption fit, as if somebody's squeezing <laughs> them with a pair of pliers and they're screaming out in agony, right? Well, that's what the Jews have do, are doing to our people, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, okay, well, this is fantastic that uh, this Great Awakening is happening. And uh, so you'll be coming. Now, I remember when I was there in 2014, and you had this vision a few months before I arrived. I mean, the timing was perfect because uh, you and I had just started doing shows uh, on Eurofolk Radio. And I I Mm. don't recall uh, when – I think you had been doing shows here already before you had the visitation of the angel – but you just didn't have the knowledge that the Cape Dutch Afrikaners were just as much the enemy as the Jews. Would that be correct uh, to say? I, I, I did have the knowledge because um, just after the um, visitation of the angel, I already propagated and uh, um, stated those, uh, th- those facts because the angel mentioned the Cape Dutch Afrikaners in so many words. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I made these statements without having the physical Aha. evidence or the proof thereof. Okay. So I was reluctant to actually talk about it because I, at, at, in those ta- days I, was, I, I feared the day when mm-hmm. one of these Edomite Cape Dutch Afrikaners would turn around and tell me, prove it. Right. Now that I have, now that I have all the evidence uh, yes. from all corners of the globe. Remember, I say mm-hmm. corners of the globe, right? Yeah, uh, from 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 Anchorage in Alaska through Washington <laughs> Times, the uh, right. Chicago Herald, the uh-huh. uh, um, New York Times, uh, all the way through Europe, uh, the European um, newspapers. I even have uh, access to the the Royal Netherlands um, uh, archives okay. of the. The, the, the Queen of Netherlands personal archives. I see. Uh, uh, library archives I have access to. And I've, I've actually extracted documents from all over, which I have. And I have 
uh, I thought initially I had about 300, between 300 and 400 books, wherein which the the details of the deception of the Cape Dutch Afrikaners are elaborated upon. Wow. I thought I had about three to 400 books, but I have a feeling that my the number of books that I have as evidence perhaps even approach 700. Okay. Yeah, you, you got to – yeah, you read those books looking for the evidence, which you overlooked before, <laughs> right? Now that you know – yeah, I never had those books because it's it's all of course electronic books on my computer and I my see. Uh, my my storage areas for safekeeping. But what I'm I'm intending doing is to make this available to the Boer folk and also to everybody overseas, so that they can have at least a means whereby they can peruse the true history. Mm-hmm. And not the history as it is being portrayed by the Cape Dutch Afrikaners, because the Cape Dutch Afrikaners ensured that the true history was to remain hidden. Whatever they couldn't banish by uh, way of, of um, uh, law, right? because they were yeah. writing laws that, that actually prohibited the owning or the, uh, the, the, the being in possession of a book like the uh, Protocols of the Learned Elders of Zion, it was totally banned. Right. Yet mm-hmm. it contains the very, uh, the, it contains the very principles wh- whereby even Jan van Riebeek treated the Boers. Right. And that was b- way back in the 60s. And that yeah. was at a time when the, the Protocols of the, the Learned Elders of Zion did not yet even exist. Right. Well, they but did the in the form of the Talmud. In the form of the Talmud, they already existed. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. That's why. That's why the protocols are authentic. They're like the Reader's Digest of the Talmud. That's all they are, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'll, I'll never forget the the warm reception I received from all, all the Boer people when I visited way back in t- 2014, and I especially remember Witbank, where uh, Witbank means White Bank in English. Yes, and I guess yes. they have chalk chalk hills or whatever. The, you can see them from miles away, the, the white chalk, just yeah. like they have in Britain, white chalk hills. And that's of where uh, we, we celebrated the uh, Blood River uh, Festival with the people at Wit- Wittbach. It was a very uh, – and I that's had the – yeah, go ahead. Uh, that's correct, Pastor, along with uh – uh, ben, uh, ben Stradom, and uh, uh, you can recall we, we uh, were accommodated by one of the members of uh, Ben Stradom's assembly. Right. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, what, what wonderful people we met there, if you can recall. Uh, so accommodating, so friendly, and uh, uh, of course, um, I, I've been in contact with some of them from time to time. In fact, just in this past week, I spoke with Ben Stradom. And um, uh, of of course, he is being targeted yes, by I the uh, Judeo Christian churches as well. Uh-huh. And, I would imagine. Uh, yeah. What what I did was I one of these um, uh, Judeo Christian crusaders, uh, having taken Ben Stradom on for uh, deception and lies, I uh, challenged this youngster uh, into a debate. Uh-huh. And it seems like we're going to have our debate uh, soon after the um, uh, the the, the uh, humbling that we have in two weeks' time. Okay. Uh, and uh, w- once now, what my purpose is, 
I want him to get as many of his followers as right. possible. Right. If they be if they be four hundred thousand, <laughs> so be it. Right. I'm going to debate this man on on Facebook. Okay. So that those that have been caught and and are being deceived and held into the uh, into the vices of the church. So that they can see how they have been deceived. So that they can see how the the scriptures have been construed. Absolutely. In order to support the 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 the, the dogmas and the deceptions of the church, yeah, the right. Judea Christian Church. Of, of course, that is the, the main thing which is absolutely necessary for the Boers to realize that the church have been the 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 pro- prosecutor and the persecutor of the Boers ever since. Uh, the first Boers arrived in uh, the Cape. Yes. And, of course, before that. Yes, yes. So, uh, well, okay, the, uh, the, it really seems as though the Great Awakening is gathering steam. Well, thanks to the Internet, because uh, we have become a worldwide movement, okay? Uh, although, Absolutely. Uh, you know, we, have, we have people in Australia, we have people in New Zealand. Uh, it's just uh, it's difficult making contact with them. And uh, not everyone is uh, willing to come on the air and talk about these things, uh, you know, because they have repressive governments in those countries too, and they have their own problems to deal with, with the with the fires being set and all that kind of stuff. It's uh, you, you mean know, they? Mm-hmm. You mean they also have Jewish governments? Yeah, that's they sure do. <laughs> exactly, and uh, you know, we can't get away from Mystery Babylon. Mystery Babylon, Absolutely. and that's the problem, the international banking system of Mystery Babylon. and uh, so. But our people are beginning to wake up, and at least piecemeal, because even here in America, you know, with the, the state of Virginia and their uh, pro-Jewish governor uh, trying to uh, take away the Second Amendment, they're slowly yes. beginning to awaken to the fact that our governments are totally corrupt, and uh, but yeah. b- believe it or not, there is a secession movement afoot of right-wing people seceding from all these liberal governments. I, mean, I have been yeah. predicting that there will be another civil war, another secession movement here in America, and it is starting. It is absolutely yes, starting. Pastor. Yes. Um, in South in South Africa, unfortunately, unfortunately, the uh, Edomite Cape Dutch Afrikaners are also seeking succession. Really? But that is a, a six. Uh, hold on, hold on. It's Secession. not what you're thinking. Okay. They they are trying to flee from the conditions and the uh, situations which they have created. That's right. Just like the Californians, the the liberals of California are now fleeing California and moving to Texas because they can't stand their own form of government. They can't st- cannot stand the product of their own making. That's right. That's right. It just, and they, it's yeah. just. It, it just comes to show that exactly the same things which are happening in South Africa yeah. is happening across the globe wherever these um, liberals – now, I don't like to call them liberals because I don't read about liberals in scriptures. Right. But what I do find is th- that these people that are outwardly uh, in search of, of a union, at, uh, a universalism, right. a globalism, mm-hmm. what, they, what they find is – once they see the the result of their globalization and their globalism, they don't like it, and then they want to revert back to the conversion of uh, the con- uh, conservatism. 
uh, which I don't like using either because I don't read about conservatism in, in the scriptures. Right. But yeah. you're either a law abider or you're not. If one, <laughs> one or the other. All right. Yeah. If, yeah. if one looks at the uh, pastor, very interesting thing, something I discovered um, around about October of last year, perhaps, perhaps even sooner. There are certain personality traits which can be identified and allocated to Esau, Edomites. And then there are certain personality traits which are unique and can be identified to the house of Jacob's descendants. And this is so something which is so important that we look at in these days. Right. Not just personality traits, but also physical correct characteristics which are unique to the, um, the Edomites and how it differs to the uh, characteristics, the physical okay. characteristics okay, well, here, of let me, uh, the house of Jacob. Let me read a quotation that Nimblehorse just put in the chat room actually earlier during our Bloodline show. Quote, No one can deny that the Jews are a most unique and unusual people. That uniqueness exists because of their Edomite heritage. You cannot be English Jews. We are a race, and only as a race can we perpetuate. Our mentality is of Edomitish character and differs from that of an Englishman. Enough subterfuges. Let us assert openly that we are international Jews. Unquote. Manifesto of the World Jewish Federation, January 1, 1935, through its spokesman, Gerald Soman. They admit. Oh, that's what, interesting. Yeah. And so true. Yes. <laughs> you know, well, see, because they're speaking among themselves, and the, the publishing is not meant for the outside world. This is only meant for Jewish ears and Jewish eyes. However, we have yes. people, snoops, we have snoops of our own, <laughs> who know, how to, who know exactly. how to get this information, right? So, yes. you know, the great impersonation is probably the most important subject in the world, that uh, if you must correctly identify who Israel is and who the Edomites are. And if you can't yes. do that, you can't understand Scripture. That's uh, it. Pastor, I wanted to come back to just that. Okay. If one cannot draw a distinction between the house of Judah and the Jews, you are lost in terms of the interpretation of Scriptures because... Um, if the scriptures have been translated in such a way to always favor the, um, the, the benefit of the doubt. Right. Uh, uh, and even Strong's Dictionary has been adopted or adapted for the right. purpose of, of giving the, the benefit the Jews, of the doubt right. to the deception. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, well, by the very yeah. word uh, Jew, uh, Judean... You know, which is not a racial designation, but merely a ter territorial designation. It does not. Yeah, it does not mean the same as Judah. Judah is a particular or tribe. Judahites. Yeah, or Judahites. Yeah, it's not the same as Jew. The word Jew, and more and more people are beginning to realize that the word Jew does not belong in Scripture. You must distinguish among Judahites, Judeans, and the modern Hallelujah. day. Yeah, the modern day Edomites who call themselves yeah. Jews. All right. They, they were not scriptural. Yeah. That's not a scriptural term. It does not belong in the Bible. Yes, okay? exactly. Yeah. And even uh, Benjamin yeah. Friedman admitted that, that the term Jew was not really... Yeah. Ben yeah. And he, he himself... Benjamin Friedman, in fact, 
Benjamin Friedman, in, in spite of the fact that he is a Jew, has become a very popular uh, a source of quotes right? in terms of the true identity of the Jews. And I, I salute Benjamin Friedman for being so openly honest. That's right. That's right. It's rare to find an honest Jew. <laughs> it's a, a diamond exactly. in the rough. But uh, yeah, he was horrified because he was actually the personal attache or secretary of many of the Zionists. Uh, uh, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, attached to FDR during World War II. And he, he yes. saw the evil that was being done by the Zionists, and he couldn't stomach it. That's why he turned against his own people. Okay. Yeah. So we have to, yeah. Well, Go the, ahead. The, Pastor, if one looks at this, there's some honesty amongst these um, uh, um, deceivers as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. One must be honest about it. They have fits um, of honesty, <laughs> right? <laughs> and and we, and we see it amongst the Cape Dutch Afrikaners as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, many of them are mixed blood. Okay, so, so the the uh, they may have a little bit of Israelite blood in them, and the Israelite blood just is striving to get out by telling the truth, right? Yeah. So yeah, so this is probably what happened oh, to Benjamin absolutely. Friedman, right? And then sometimes they can't help themselves, but there's also. I have to add this. Among the Jews, there's a very rebellious spirit, and sometimes that rebellion is against their own kind, right? Because they do fight amongst themselves. Absolutely. Right? They do fight amongst themselves. Yes. Yes. Absolutely, Pastor. In fact, uh, we've seen it in in South South African history very often, where uh, these, like H.J. Verwoerd. H.J. Verwoerd was a Dutchman through and through. He had become an Afrikaner, driven by the Edomite hate for the Boers. Right. I mean, and in, in spite of the fact that there are many Boers who are held H.F. Verwoerd as a, he's, he was the last Boer uh, representative in the Afrikaner politics. But what I don't realize that what was that Hendrik French for what was no friend of the Boers whatsoever. He was a deceiver mm-hmm. and a misleader of the Boers. In fact, okay. in his whole, uh, I've got a copy of his um, all his speeches. It's called Verwoord aan die woord. Um, uh, Verwoord's ad- addressing. Okay. And in already in 1950s, in the 1957s, Hendrik French Verwoerd was the father of the black economic empowerment. Oh, boy. And when I state that, people become like vicious. Hold on. I am now uh, (laughs) uh, uh, attacking the the last Boer uh, president or the last Boer prime minister that we had. Yeah. Bull Twang, he was no Boer whatsoever in all his, his public speeches. And he, he made so many public speeches, in spite of the fact that he had so many public speeches. As uh, uh, he, 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 he had so many public speeches, he only mention, mentioned the Boers on two occasions, hmm. and the Boer or the Boer republics on two occasions, and the Boers on one occasion. In other words, he totally neglected any re- mention of the Boers and the role that the Boers had played in the. Uh, uh, in the development of and the the, uh, the the taming of the inlands of the southern portion of Africa. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Boers did the taming of Africa or the, the taming of southern Africa. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, and like, uh, the, but, like the pioneers, and very peaceably, very peaceably, with very very few actual <laughs> physical battles. Okay, Blood uh, River, and those battles was one of the few. Those battles that, well, those battles that did occur were battles that had been enticed by the Edomite Cape Dutch Afrikaners. Okay. They even had the British to arm the Kozas uh, and also the Sasutus and the uh, Zulus. And later on, also the Swazis. Uh-huh. But it was by the, their un- enticement and their, uh, uh, th- they demanded the British to arm these uh, black groups in order for the black groups to de- be able to defend themselves against what the Cape Dutch Afrikaners termed the yes. aggression of the Boers. Amen. But the, the Boers were the ones that actually created the peace amongst the black gr- uh, groups themselves. Right, yes. <laughs> As you have made us aware, and of course, the Boer people are constantly being lied about by the Jewish media as if you are the guys that instigated all the trouble, and you're the troublemakers, yes. when they're the ones who instigated all the I trouble and blamed it on you. Yeah. 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 Now, isn't that horrible? <laughs> I mean, how dare they do that? But they're the children of the yeah. devil, as we properly understand them to be. But the Judeo-Christian yeah. world gives them the credit for being the, the Israel of God. What this, a pity. What a uh, absurdity, actually. Yes, it is a total absurdity. Okay. All right. So, well, we have about nine minutes left. So, uh, th- this humbling uh, is very important for our people because uh, yes. it, it, we're told in the Old Testament, humble yourselves. And obey Yahweh's laws. And uh, Paul repeats that message on numerous occasions that we need to humble ourselves. And yes. if we don't do that, as you said earlier, we act we act like mammon. We act like mammon. Uh, we, be, we become like the animal creature uh, that surrounds us. Pastor, it's most probably one of the reasons why I needed to, why I was invited to um, visit your country. Mm-hmm. Because I have reason to believe that the same uh, trespasses that the Boers had made against Father Yahweh's instructions and his laws are the same, the same trespasses that the pioneers, the, the American pioneers had made. Uh, they had made covenants with the people of the land, which they were not supposed to do. Right. And uh, the reason why even America's under the Strafgerig, uh, the um, punishment of Father Yahweh. Okay. Because of the things that are happening in America, which cannot be uh, 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 spoken away of in any way. These things are, are happening, they are, are happening in parallel um, in South Africa amongst the Boers and also amongst the pioneers sure. and the identity people in, in America. It is most probably, I'm still, in, still awaiting the uh, leading of the uh, uh, Father Yahweh's uh, Ruach. Okay. To, to establish whether I should venture into the the uh, the nation, um, n- not the nation of America, but the nation consisting of the Israelites in America to mm-hmm. uh, align themselves to a an an occasion of humbling and to admit to the sins of the fathers, like uh, right. we are being be, being uh, unctioned. Uh, and and directed towards in in the scriptures, and uh, because it's so important, if if I can, f- for example, just mention about the rains, in in some portions, in some places in the country in South Africa and the Southwest or Namibia, 
there were places that had not had rain for five years. Mm-hmm. And on the very day that we did the humbling in the, on the 30th of November of last year, the very day the rain started falling, and today we had two beautiful uh, rain rain um, storms, uh, 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 rainstorms mm-hmm. that passed through Oatswaran. Uh, how wonderful! The pla- some of the places that had not had rain uh, for the past five years, at least three and a half years, have been having rain weekly, ever since the thirtieth of November when the Boers did some humbling. Right. Okay, well, here, uh, I think one of the best examples of the different spirit that the Jews have compared to us is contained yeah. in John chapter 7, 32 through 36. So let me just read here and uh, interject as you feel free. We only have about six minutes left. This is when the officers were sent by the Pharisees, not Roman officers, but uh, Pharisee officers. The Pharisees yes. heard that the people murmured such things concerning him, that he, he might be the Messiah. And the Pharisees and the chief priests sent officers to take him. Then said Jesus unto them, Yet a little while am I with you, and then I go to him that sent me. Ye shall seek me, and shall not find me. And where I am, thither ye cannot come. Yeah. Okay. Verse 35. Then said the Jews among themselves, the Judeans among themselves, whither, and remember these are the Pharisees and their troops, whither will he go, that we shall not find him? Will he go unto the dispersed among the Gentiles, and teach the Gentiles? It never even occurred to him he was speaking of heaven. This is how how materialistic their mindset is. They cannot rise above that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what we're dealing with. And the Cape Dutch Afrikaners, that's why they're such a conniving people, because all they're concerned about is making wealth and power in this world. They have no thought whatsoever of the kingdom, none whatsoever. And also manipulating whatever they can. Pastor, uh, the manipulative spirit of Esau, Right is so evident amongst the Cape Dutch Afrikaners. You cannot believe, um, and and the the way in which the one needs to be, um, the way in which they put one another down. Uh, the one's um, uh, fortunate Toyota fortunate has to be greater and stronger and newer than the other ones. So they forever in this um, this self applied war with themselves in terms of who has the biggest. Uh, 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 right. Whose vehicle has the biggest wheels? Whose because yeah. whose big, vehicle has the biggest engine? Biggest uh, yacht. Whose, whose yeah, who's vehicle big, costs right. the, the most exactly. expensive? Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Robert Maxwell, who was assassinated on his on his very own yacht. <laughs> right there, you go. Yes. He wasn't able to take it with him, did he? <laughs> well, yeah. This is how yes. the Jews. Well, they will fight amongst themselves if. If a certain Jew gets out of line, he will be dealt with. Okay, the Rothschild. Yes, yeah. Okay, now did you say Verwurt was actually a a, a Cape Dutch Afrikaner, or he was a Boer who was a traitor? Which uh, no, he was. He was born in in Holland. Oh, his parents immigrated from Holland when he was four years old. Oh, okay. So he grew up. He grew up amongst the Cape Dutch Afrikaners, and uh. of course, 
being being in the Cape Dutch Afrikaner politics, rising up in the Cape Dutch Afrikaner's politics, mm-hmm. and also his his um, his education. He was educated in um, the university. Uh, I've forgotten the university in Germany that he was educated in, but okay. it's, it's known to be a very or known to be a Jewish institution. Okay, and he was also sponsored by one of the Jewish um, uh, um, okay. uh, um, magnets, uh, magnates of, yeah. of uh, like South Africa by the name of um, Alfred Byte. Uh, Byte. Okay. Alfred Byte. He was, yeah. and yeah. He, even his wife was sponsored to fly over. Now, you must remember that this was in the 50s, 1950s. Okay. She was sponsored to fly over to uh, Germany and to accompany him during his... Uh, and, and in those days, um, it, it was very expensive to stay over in places like Germany. Mm-hmm. But he was sponsored, him and his, his wife, Auntie Betty, was sponsored by Alfred Beit. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so they... The Bites must have known that he was a Cape Dutch Afrikaner and not a pure-blooded Boer. Otherwise, they would not have sponsored him. That would be my exactly, reasoning. Exactly, in, okay. in, in fact, already with him being born in, in Holland, Holland at the time, um, excluded him from, from the possibility of even being a Boer. Right. Okay. So, again, so we see that these politicians either pretending to be Boers or pretending to, you know, help the Boers in whatever way, when in fact they're Cape Dutch Afrikaners of Edomite heritage. Yes. Folks, this is the revelation that Pastor Martins has brought to the world in these last, well, now six years, okay, since you were visited by the angel. And this is bitter, a bitter truth for a lot of people in South Africa. Very, very bitter. Well, past that even extends beyond the borders of South Africa because what we are experiencing here and what we've been experiencing over the past nine generations, uh, going on ten generations, is exactly the same thing which Indonesians have also experienced. And the Malaysians, wherever the Dutch East Indian Company set up um, uh, uh, stores and um, uh, their, their trading stations, they dealt with the people in exactly the same way. Right. The difference was in those nations, uh, the Indonesians, they did not deal with the people who were descendants of the house of Jacob. They were uh, the, the, the people that were yeah. uh, um, well, they would, those, those countries. Right. They but would hire exactly locals. This, yeah, hire locals, intermarry with them, and become Indonesians. <laughs> That's how the Jews operate. They're chameleons. Yes. Chameleons and parasites. Yes, they, Okay, well, we have run out of time and a fascinating discussion today. Uh, looking very much forward to your trip to America, and we'll talk to you again next week. Okay, brother, Pastor Martin. Excellent, Boston. All right. Great okay. Appreciate it and uh, be blessed. Praise yeah, Yahweh. Likewise. Praise Yahweh. All right, folks, that's today's show. Uh, many people are getting a real education about what's really going on in South Africa and how the Jews will impersonate anybody in order to confuse us and destroy us. But we are awakening from this tactic. Praise Yahweh. Pass the ammunition. See you all. Hallelujah. Praise Yahweh. Praise Yahweh. Bye bye. Ooh.